0: 161st Street, Yankee
1: yeah, Stadium. Swim high, here they are, then he's set up. Pitch back, a way back. She is gone. He's he made the catch. He made
2: the play. All right. Welcome back to the boys 161st Street, episode 218. Apologies again for missing another bi-weekly episode. We did one episode last week, uh, so we haven't talked yet about the Benetton signing. But since then, we also trade. got... Tri- excuse me, trade. Okay. Since then, we've also traded for Frankie Montas, Lou Trevino, and what was, this? was this his first name? Scott. 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 Scott Efres. Scott Efras. So that is all fun. Big we're going to dive into okay. that and talk about how Judge has more home runs than, was it, 14 other teams since the All-Star break?
3: uh yeah he's 13th among teams since was started. that
0: before or after his home run today
2: after that's after today so he has 42 now right 43 43 his first so.
0: home run today i should say <laughs> you never
2: know it's actually kind of fucking ridiculous because he's like i don't know we'll, we'll get into all that but before we do how how are how are you fellas doing doing great
4: great a very uh low-key
2: weekend it's great. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, relax a little <laughs> bit. <laughs> Luke was <laughs> so
3: excited around. to ask. He was so excited to ask how we were doing. He was well, like, I oh. always,
2: I always ask how you're doing. And for those that don't know, which is probably every single person listening to this podcast, I got engaged this this weekend. So that was a lot of fun. Everybody came up and uh, and went. Came up to came down. Came, uh, down, came down excuse me exactly. down the shore and we we had some That's fun. actually
4: one of my biggest thefts ever is when people say that.
2: So. Oh, I was kidding. What to say <laughs> off when you're going actually going physically down yeah, somewhere?
4: I I always correct it. I don't know why. It's my problem not yours. Well, you you
3: made it my problem. So, <laughs> yeah, but it's uh some would say better than the engagement. Damon and I got upgraded to a monster suite in Atlantic oh, yeah, me City. I mean, Chandler had an electric weekend. Yeah, it was awesome. Lost a bunch of money. It's alright. We won it all back with that room. Yeah. Did you? We, yeah. We had a pool oh, yeah. table, like seven oh, TVs, a full wrap a wrapar- pool table in the room? You didn't see the video? <laughs> <Yeah>. No. <laughs> there was a pool table, a full wraparound bar. Like There was a TV at the bar. There was another TV in the living room. There was like three couches, two or three bathrooms, two living rooms, a California king, all for free. Yeah. little kindness kills, brother. <laughs> did you like do something
2: to get it, or did you just luck into it?
3: No, well... It's a whole we story. Gotta, we gotta, yeah. <laughs> yeah we, I mean, well, long story short, we got a really shitty room that wasn't even cleaned. And I went down. I was like, look, man, like everybody was pissed <laughs> off. Like there was, a, they were way overbooked. There was a line out the lobby. Everybody's pissed off. I was like, look, I get it. I know you're having a rough day. I don't want to add on to that. But I mean, can, we, can I just get a clean room with maybe some air conditioning? That's all I want. And it was like, you know what? I appreciate you being nice. I got you. And David and I walked in, turned the lights on. And we're like, "Holy shit, that's a pool table!" <laughs> <laughs> All right, that
0: approach did not work for me when I uh, got kicked out of Bird and Betty's.
3: When we <laughs> got kicked out of Bird, when and we Betty's.
0: got kicked out of Bird and Betty's, yeah, <laughs> we were falsely accused. Those uh, poor sapples,
2: your honor. <laughs> <Yeah>. <clears throat> <clears throat> to be fair, it was probably my other friends that was actually doing what you got accused of doing. And
0: oh, it was a hundred percent Mike. I guarantee it. <laughs> What's
3: yeah. it? Yeah. no, Mike yeah, was 100%. sleeping my in
0: the pavement. No, not know. at that point. I don't
3: All know. All right, let's talk about the Yankees a little bit. Um, So, well, give us a break. That was the most eventful weekend that we've had as a team in a while. It was fun. That's true. Fun. That's true. All right, now we can talk about the Yankees. That, <laughs> okay. So, uh,
2: the Yankees are making a bunch of moves. Let me ask you the question first before we get into the actual nitty-gritty of the, the deals that were already made. Do you think there will be more moves? Yeah. I do. Yes. Chandler seems to think we're getting Carlos Rodon, and I just don't see... At all, that I mean, there hasn't been a single rumor about there, has has there? Many from MLB Oh yeah, uh, yeah. it's called, it's out. MLB right nerds, no, 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 is not wait. But no. the biggest question here is MLB nerds getting more
3: credible, getting yes. any more credibility.
0: Yes, <laughs> yeah. no, actually, like
3: they yes. had the full package like two hours everything. before everyone. Corbett, and, and for do you and who runs those that don't know, for nobody
2: nobody those that don't know, MLB nerds is just this random account that. Uh, had had been claiming to have sources and and trying to predict trades and signings and all this and Chandler is just bored and always just searches up people's names on Twitter to see if there's any late news on them and always MLB nerds is trying to predict things and I feel like usually it doesn't happen but this time they had the Frankie Montas deal before anybody did and it's just a random account it's nobody it's not a reporter or we don't we don't know it could be some
3: return reporters rep, oh my god reporter's burner but who knows? No, it's plus. like a fifteen-year-old kid. He hosts, probably that's what No, I'm it saying. is. He hosts a space every night during the trade deadline to talk about his. <laughs> Did you join the I mean, I listen to the snippets. <laughs> He's Dude, also he gone no back idea. and forth
0: with just about everybody else on Twitter.
3: Oh, because man. yeah, this is his one shining moment. I'll say that. Yeah their their
4: last tweet was no sources though. Period. <laughs> Did
3: you see, no, his, his trade
0: grades for the Montage trade it was Yankees like A minus. Uh, A's, B, A plus me for breaking the news.
2: (laughs) 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 He's just riding high after this right now. I did see a bunch of memes that were like, what was
3: the one you sent? It was the one of. If only he didn't make as many <laughs> shitty like charts. No, it was um, Billy Bean. You know the oh, the, yeah. the Moneyball meme. It's like Billy. This is MLB nerds. He has the potential to be the next Jeff Passan or Co- or Ken Rosenthal. His only defect is that he makes bad lists from time to time. <laughs>
0: no, I'm pretty sure that it's Jack Curry's burner account because Jack Curry broke every Yankees trade.
3: That's because he's the spokesman for the Yankees. First. Yeah. That's no, no, no,
0: like... no, no. 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 But he was still beating like passing and everybody usually rosenthal and passing are first it's not usually the the not that he's a beat writer but like it's not usually somebody that is with the team's media station that's breaking stuff no they they, like they i
4: think, think chenna's right i think it's a 15 year old like i think they have a, a podcast and one of them hosts is the runner of that account
3: yeah i'm looking. Okay,
4: i'm looking at it right now <laughs> i think
3: he's just a kid yeah, i wasn't making <laughs> that up yeah he's it's yeah. literally like a teenager <laughs> good for him though anywho i don't know I had something more Robinson. meaningful to add to that. I'm sure it was something intelligent. No,
0: it, no, it actually it was crazy. He said, uh, "Let me find it word for word because now I don't remember exactly where it was." But he said randomly, basically that the Yankees are doing everything right and it's all going their way. Oh, here it is. Everything is coming up like Yankees this year. They've been beaten. They've beaten everyone's brains in besides Houston. Getting an MVP season from their star, avoided any major injuries to key players, and addressed pretty much every need they had at the deadline. Credit me for saying. It. So who so said that? Karabas, of all people.
3: I mean, that's...
2: Do you think he's trying to reverse jinx us? Yes. Or not reverse? That's just a regular jinx. Do you think he's trying to jinx that's us? Actually, that, that's that is a reverse jinx.
3: Possible. I don't know. Well, it's a jinx who's
2: nonetheless. It's
0: reverse jinx, it means.
2: Yeah. I mean, they're down bad. I mean... It, Right now, Matt, our friend who's the resident Red Sox fan, he has already cancelled their season.
3: So Well yeah, I mean what? they've no they're, they're the ones place. they're the ones, not the Giants. They're the ones they've lost like twenty one of twenty nine like coming into today. Yeah, I can't believe yeah. in Christian Vasquez. <laughs> he got traded Dur- yeah, he got traded during batting practice against the Astros. He got traded to the Astros during his Red Sox batting practice. And they were like, Hey man, like pack your shit and go. And they went up to him, and it was so fucking awkward. They had to have the the Red Sox PR guy come and pull him away because he was just, like, stunned. He's like, yeah, I guess it's, like, a business. And the guy just, like, grabbed his shoulder and moved him along. What do you (laughs) think the odds are that
2: Xander and Devers get traded? Zero.
0: If Xander gets traded, it's bad. They already told Xander he wasn't getting. Yeah. yeah, They
3: told him what? He's not getting traded. They
0: told him, like, verbatim that he's not getting traded.
3: They're They're not not even taking offers on him.
0: Yeah, but G- I think JD's as good as gone. I think Evaldi's good as gone, and I think Pavetta could be maybe gone. I don't
3: think they're gonna. I don't think they'll move JD because the asking price is too high. They they I want a top it's, five it's prospect. To no, they, asking
0: high now, and if someone pays it great, if not, they're gonna okay. okay. But
3: they want something high for Gallo, like a top twenty prospect. The Red Sox for JD Martinez, who can't even play the field really anymore. You're asking for a top five prospect, a major league contributor, and another good. To okay prospect for an overpaid DH, they're not going to they're not going to get that for him. They would have to come down on they would have to cut their price in half.
0: I don't know. I think somebody will give not that, but a little bit more than half of that.
3: I mean, he's good, you know, but he's about not how worth many that.
0: vendors that he fits with. I don't think he fits with the Yankees. I don't think they're going to go for him. Obviously, but I mean, that's you know, literally damn near Houstoners the package
3: that we gave for Montas for JD Martinez. It's pretty close. We gave Damn. up a, with a five, ten, like 21, and 27. So,
0: Astros were a bad example of a team that would take him. But
2: speaking of the I Astros, could, it, yeah. the Astros got Trey Mancini, and who was the other person? Christian Vasquez. Vasquez. Oh, that, wasn't there somebody else in the deal other than Christian Vasquez? Other way, they got Trey Mancini, which. Um, oh, yeah, they
0: got the kid from the Rays. Um, yeah. This was a three team deal.
2: Yeah, so they got Trey Mancini, which I'm personally very not happy about because I like Trey Mancini. Now I have to hate him. Um, mm-hmm. Man beat cancer, and he's now he's going to beat the Yankees in the playoffs. So um, that's going to be a thorn in our side. But uh, I did see that ridiculous take by – who was that? Peter Rosenberg on, on the Michael K. show saying
0: – Yeah, uh, so I – What was I, that
2: quote?
0: Let Let me. I was working when I was listening to this, so I might have gotten it wrong, but I'm like fairly certain this is what he said. Uh, It was that the Yankees fans should be more worried about the Astros acquiring Trey Mancini than they should be happy about the Yankees acquiring Montas Trevino. And, uh,
3: I mean, that's just the dumbest fucking thing ever. That's just trying to get clicks.
0: I'm like, I am, there's a chance I completely misheard him. That's how ridiculous it is. I really hope that's not what he said.
4: But uh, people calling the Michael K show probably aren't. They probably had takes like that. So,
3: <laughs> did you see the guy who also said yeah. Edwin Diaz is a second coming of Mariano Rivera? Uh, we're done talking about dumb. Yeah, we're, we're
4: right. done talking right. about. It. So, I mean, not, he's, he's not, he's not done, Yankees dumbass. Well, it, he's yeah, one of the yeah.
3: hosts of WFAN. Like,
2: I get it. Um, so as it currently sits, the Yankees have traded for Benatendi, Scott Effress, uh Montas, and Lou Trevino. Are you happy if it were to stop right there?
3: Yeah.
4: I'd be content, but I still think that there's so many more like we hit we have we barely gave up anybody.
2: Like aside one, from like, one top five prospect, that's yeah.
4: It. Yeah. Um we still have Oswald
2: Peraza, we still have we gave up Gallo, we still have duhar we I still mean, have like you, we still have Gallo. We're talking well, not I mean, we're not talking not about as like, the, the like, the like desirable the, trading, yeah, piece, trading. I'm not I'm not like, saying desirable. I'm saying like we still have to get yeah, rid I of. Damon. they get rid of. We still have we still have Gallo. We got dude. Chapman. We <laughs> <Demico, laughs> <I didn't> <laughs> got <us> something back.
4: <laughs> I didn't mean it like that. I meant to get rid of like we still have like people. Whatever. More
2: moves to be made. I guess you're saying. I really I really
4: meant and Duhar. We have a bunch of other top prospects that we would have been okay with getting rid of.
2: I don't necessarily think and Duhar is going to get moved.
4: I don't, think, I don't think them. I was a done I, deal, but I think they're I mean, he wanted to be shopped. I wouldn't doubt it.
2: I think that
0: they're going to get Anduhar and Gallo out for pretty much whatever they can get back at this point. I Which, think yeah. that's not going to be somebody that's going to be on the roster this year, but it may be somebody that's a top 25 prospect. Maybe.
2: They don't have to do that with anduhar though. They, they kind of do have to do that with Gallo to just get anything back that you can, but they don't. There's no. There's no reason why. Yeah, he's thinking of a Roster, but there's no reason why you have to do that with Har. So I don't think Andrew gets moved, but I do think
3: Gallo gets moved. I think the biggest, not the biggest, but one of the bigger storylines as far as prospects goes and with these trades is Peraza still being here. And I think that kind of opens a door, maybe not opens a door, but it gives you a little bit of where their mindset's at, that it would not shock me one bit if he was up starting on this team or at least splitting time by the end of the year. Because IKF is just, yes, I know he's hitting 270. Sweet. He's got the same WRC plus as Joey Gallo, which in case you guys didn't know, he's not having a very good season. He's making errors left and right. Uh, That game that Cole gave up five runs, he was responsible for those, which I know that they weren't counted errors. I don't know how he doesn't get these counted errors, but he's been one of the worst defensive shortstops in baseball. Maybe not one of the worst, but he's not been good, and he's basically just swinging a wet noodle at the plate like I I, I,
4: I would be so happy to see Peraza in September and if that's their plan then I'm totally cool with just stopping right now I'm not but even I, shitting on Ikev yeah.
3: he's done his did going into the season we did not expect this team to be where they are he was supposed to be a stopgap shortstop Say what you want about the front office. There's no way they expected this. So you had him. He served his role. But now that this team is a true contender and a true title contender, not just an AL East contender, not an ALDS contender. They're a true title contender. I think you got to put, you got to at least give Peraza a chance. You have to do anything you can do to get that next edge up. And I, he, in my opinion, he can't be worse. He's an elite, he's an elite glove at shortstop. And you're already missing that. And he's not really good with the bad IKF. I mean, he puts the ball in play, but they're just ground balls in the infield.
0: He So there was something I saw today, and it was the F-War rankings by position for all of the Yankees starting lineup. Everyone is in the top 20, at least. Trevino, LeMayhew, Benintendi, Judge, and Carpenter are in the top 10 at their positions. I K F is 31st Donaldson is 30th
3: Donaldson. Now that's a whole separate conversation, but I think, I think if you solve shortstop and you put, it's just a matter of if they'll do it or not. DJ needs to be the everyday third baseman as it sits right now. If you start a playoff game and John Carlos stands healthy, Josh Donaldson is the odd man out. I think Jack Curry or one of the one of the big guys said that the other day, that as it sits right now, it looks like Donaldson's the odd man out, and that's how it should be. If you start a playoff series tomorrow, Donaldson should not be playing any of those games at all whatsoever. Mm-hmm. DJ's your third baseman. That leaves the only real hole in the lineup at shortstop, and that's not even that bad. It's just something if you wanted to use this extra prospect capital that they didn't have to use for Montas on something, I wouldn't hate to see it. Yeah.
0: I, just who's the sh- who's in that realm that you'd be looking for though?
3: I don't know. That's why I just, just say Peraza cuz I I really do think or he's will be even. Cabrera. I think he
0: is too, but if they're worried about bringing up Peraza for whatever reason, I'd be fine with seeing Cabrera up too.
3: Either one of them. You cannot yeah. you actually cannot get worse than him right now. It is interesting
2: too have. because we are so used to this team being relatively young for the last like 4 or 5 years and we've just mentioned previous on the show that we're a very old team in in regards to the rest of the league so injecting a little bit of youth might be something that could really help us and just get lightning in a bottle and into somebody that because we don't here's the the best part about it is we don't necessarily need him to be a hero but he could be that just jolt of youth that could help a ton and and him not having him us not needing him to be the hero takes so much pressure pressure off him to be the guy to just like be a spark plug because we don't necessarily need a spark plug you know like having ikf out there i'm still very confident we can win a world series and ikf does his job like we all mentioned before but like i think he could be that not to this extent but like what they did with wander franco like bringing him up towards the end of the year and it's just like that just jolt obviously wait to a much lesser extent wander franco is a generational talent and he was the number one prospect at the time but it's just it could be something like that
0: jack curry just said uh in the last inning that joey gallo is not expected to be here this time tomorrow yeah. so like that's still a thing that like he's definitely gone is there any chance he is in part of a package it gets somebody that is a major no.
3: shortstop. they're not no. going to they're not going to you they if they were then peraza would have been traded i really and truly think that he is the answer at least for the rest of these the rest of this year and i said that before the season started i, I said it before all of april all of may that peraza will be starting games for this team at some point and i just i think that ikf's playing his way out of it every single day and maybe he's not necessarily playing his way out of it because he's doing exactly what we expected he does everything a little below average which is what you want out of a stopgap shortstop but peraza's playing his way into it over his last like 40 games the dude's hitting over 300 He's, he's hitting bombs he's making just wizard plays at shortstop how much longer he's can good. you keep him down? And on top of that, Volpe needs to get called up anyway. You need to make room for him on uh, Scranton because the dude's playing out of his fucking mind. It makes way too much sense. It's just a matter of eating your pride and putting a IKF on the bench.
4: Yeah. yeah, no, I agree. And like, it's not like he's a bad bench spot either. Like he's a, he's he a great bench great player. Great,
3: yeah.
0: great, great, worst case player. scenario, he's an
3: upgraded he just, Tyler Wade on the bench. Yeah, yes. and we yep.
2: knew but wait, hold on, we had. We have Tyler Wade, so like we have when, Tyler, he, I when
0: he, he's not on the major league roster. No,
2: no. <laughs> but I yeah. honestly, I think he could be like come no. the expanded playoffs, expanded rosters in the playoffs. You don't think so? No. no. You think there's? You think no. there's? What percentage chance why? would you attach to? What do you mean? Because he's Tyler if you Wade.
0: Can, if you can answer why?
2: Yeah. <laughs> no, you're
4: right like, because he the for serve speed, but like if we had half like, on the bench, then
2: the like, sir like what he what he serves us is exactly what like. The Marwins, the Matt Carpenters, and the IKFs of the world—if he's not on the starting roster—would do. So he- I don't know
3: why Marwin's still on the team. This is just a really weird way of talking about all the great trades. I, this is really a positive episode. Everything is fantastic right now. I'm just saying, I think so that let's the dive mov-
2: into the actual. Meat I and will. I just want to
3: put a bow on it because I'm not actually being negative. I'm saying that this is a positive thing. That I think that this may mean change at another position. We're upgrading at shortstop potentially by not trading him. And I think that's just yeah. another great ad that we did on this deadline. It was a good job. And you know what? Apologies to Brian Cashman. He has way more balls than I thought he did. And I will say this, too. I hate this saying where
2: they're always like, you know, we're going to act like he's a trade deadline acquisition. I'd really, truly think the feel of it, of Peraza coming up, would feel like a trade deadline. Well, that's different. Because that's it's not, it's it's know. actually genuinely fresh blood coming up for the first time versus like getting Britain back, like getting Britain back. If they ever said, if they didn't make any moves and they were like, oh, yeah, this is going to be like our closer a tread deadline move, like he's like that, we're, we're getting somebody back that we didn't have all year. That, that stuff, or a better example, like if Loisego is coming back at like the deadline and he didn't already come back, that's what they would say about a guy like him.
3: He's been playing well recently, which is very encouraging and we need it. I mean, obviously, we reinforced the bullpen a little bit today. Say what you want about Lou Trevino, but. I mean, Lawizaga being dominant over his last two or three games is very encouraging. But this is the moves that I really needed them to make, and
2: they made two of them. And And what they did was they got a dominant guy in Efros, whatever the fuck you want to call him.
0: With five and a half years of control.
2: With five and a half years of control. He's a rookie at like 28 years old, which is just ridiculous. But it's they got a guy that they know is good. They got the Darren O'Day replacement because he's a sidewinder, and that is my favorite thing in a person. If you're fast, you play the, you play the field. Those are two qualities that I really like. But the, my favorite thing in the world is somebody who's a sidewinder. So all baseball savannas
3: red, other than fastball velo. And he's that's, uh, yeah, and he's the actually side a nasty. good sidewinder. He's actually a right. good
2: one. He's not like a, a scrap heap sidewinder. But one, one more thing, Murph, is they got that lockdown guy, and then they also got a a project for Matt Blake. Like Lou Trevino is a great pitcher, was a great pitcher, having a bad year. The expected stuff looks a little better, a little more promising versus the actuals. And he's an older guy. I think that's the definition of a person that Matt Blake was probably in the room when they were trying to figure out a trade package. Obviously they targeted Montas, but when they see a guy like Lou Trevino as another potential depth piece in that bullpen, especially with Mike King going down, especially with, I mean, even in, it's not necessarily just reliever for reliever it, because in the playoffs, obviously, as you know, you just need to find innings. It's not really about just filling out a bullpen. Uh, so the Severino injury too, that obviously plays into this. So just getting as many arms as you can. And we just got three arms that are going to get innings. And I, I truly believe that I, I just, it's more so faith in Matt Blake than it is Lutravino that I'm happy about the Lutravino deal because it's, yeah, it's an add on, but he's also, still striking
3: out a lot too. Yeah. The stuff's there. It's just locating. So, back to Efros uh, for a
0: sec, if we could. Please do. The, the, I know we're, you said, like, you know, the, the fastball velo is not up there. Obviously, it's not supposed to be because nobody throws that hard from the side. But have you seen? The so, movement. his like his fastball is really a sinker slash two seam that coming out of his hand doesn't make any, like, physical, logical sense. Physical, sense. <laughs> physical no, comma logical sense. No, it sense
2: comes stuff. back in like, on, it right, it's like insane. A, it,
0: it doesn't make sense. And, no, it's and then, disgusting.
2: Like, I wasn't saying his fastball
0: slider, it's like his pitch mix between those two pitches are so polar opposite. I don't know how people hit it.
3: For the record, I was saying that as a good thing. Like all sidewinders have like not very good velocity for the most part. I wasn't saying that as a knock on him. I was saying that's exactly what you want on a sidewinder. That was a little slow, mixes it up a little bit and he's nasty. So, you know what? Good on him. And they I mean, age I'm, well, so I'm just watching
2: this pitch that against Jorge Alfaro on the Padres over and over again. It is just,
3: yeah, yeah. I knew that just, would just be your wet dream is to watch that video. That's I just, I, lo- it. I
2: mean, I, am I wrong though? I know no. I, I play into it and I kind of joke about it, but like Sidewinder is not work. a
3: joke. What? You're not joking. You do love Sidewinder.
2: No, but I play in. I, I feed into it a little more. I'm just like, oh, Sidewinder, give me Darren Darno Day is the best pitcher on the planet. Like he's obviously not, but having right, a Sidewinder talking. in there combine that it's just like a perfect balanced lineup but for the for the for the bullpen it's like having a nice contact lefty having a power righty having this that the third having just different guys at different arm angles and then you pair that with Nestor who's going to come probably out of the rotation and go into the bullpen now you have a guy who mixes it up like crazy it's just a nightmare for opposing hitters that come in because they have to face Nestor Cortez is going to do that Johnny Cueto thing or excuse me the Nestor Cortez thing and then you have Zach, Scott Efros, I keep calling him Zach Efros, I don't know why. Um, Zach Efron, probably. That's probably probably a big high school musical guy here. So, And then you have that guy coming in, throwing sidewinding stuff. It's The jury's still out if we're going to get Darren O'Day back on the team. I think we will, and I think it'd be a good move, him and Brett Gardner. But (laughs) I don't know. It's just pairing those different arm angles, the different speeds. You have guys that throw hard still, but you pair that with a guy who throws under the speed limit. It just... That combination of randomness is something that is definitely going to play into the, to making at bats more difficult. How yeah, uh, excited
0: do you think Matt Blake is right now?
4: Sorry. Oh my David, god, go he's ecstatic! No, I was just going to say, uh, um, I was looking at that Rob Freeman um video that he posted with Sky and then right below that, he he posted the the amount of break that all those pitches had. He had twenty eighth. And thirty and twenty six inches of break horizontally in each in each of those three pitches that that he posted. And those that, were
0: all the sliders, or was one of them the sinker?
4: Those are all sinkers. The sliders had forty one inches of vertical. Jesus break. Jesus
3: Christ! <laughs> that oh was the, yeah.
4: So it was it was sinker, sinker, <laughs> slider, sinker, and <laughs> each of those are moving at least thirty inches in one direction.
2: That's right. And I mean, we're so talking you about you don't
4: know which direction is going either.
2: We talk about Lou Trevino being the project for Matt Blake. you got to believe he's salivating when he sees Zach, Scott Efross come in. I'm going to keep calling him Zach
3: Efron. I'm terrified to lose Matt Blake next year. Why, does he have a contract that's up?
0: Yeah. Is he going to yeah. go be the head coach of a college team? Yeah, I think that's like, what they're saying. What's his like name? Was coach? it the Rays pitching
3: coach or something? I think it was the Guardians, maybe. don't Guardian. no. I don't know. One of those guys.
2: Out of all the deals we've tell made so far, including Ben because we haven't even talked about it yet. Who are you most
3: excited about? Like We have three effort. really exciting players. That's a good question, because I don't... It should be. It should be Montas, and I, I am excited about him. I'm so like pumped for Montas. I can't tell you like how excited I am. He's the number two we needed. He's a very good star. He's got amazing numbers against Houston. If we're being honest, that's the biggest thing that the Yankees front office and all of us are they thinking absolutely about what we're circled that. But I want to go with Ben Attendee, man. I do, too. He's just – he's such a breath of fresh air um, in this lineup. He, he, I don't know. I like watching him play. He always looks happy out there, too. But, I mean, that's not baseball really. But I just – I don't know. I really, really enjoy watching him play. <laughs> he walks a lot. What were you saying, Marf? If he walked in the last Seven, inning, it would have been his eighth walk as right. a Yankee in oh. five so games. So he had
0: set- – yeah, and his first at-bat tonight, he walked, and that was his seventh walk since joining the AK.
3: He gets on base. Love that. He's, like, love he's that. like, we we were promised that no matter what, Joey Gallo would always get on base, and that was kind of his saving grace. Well, here's a guy who does it better and hits. And, and doesn't strike out every time, and he plays just as good. Gallo always,
2: in the at the end of the day, still played pretty good defense, which gave him a little bit more run. Benatendi plays great defense, so it's just I mean, he does everything that Gallo does successfully. He's fast, dude, and he's fast. He doesn't have a lot of stolen bases, but he just that doesn't necessarily mean he's he's slow. So, also for I'm, what it's I'm worth, I'm about it.
4: For what it's worth, I'm also like, you know, we've obviously had some situations before where people come from different teams and they're not ready to play in a big market like New York, and they obviously are not accustomed to that, and then they should the like who are terrible. <laughs> How much time he got? Um, (laughs) So, but like benete has been there, you know. He's won a World Series. He's played with Boston, and
3: historically beat the Yankees' ass with Boston. Yeah,
4: exactly. Historically has beat the Yankees' ass. Like he's been there. He knows what you know the situation, the hype, the pressure of the post the postseason brings. So that's just another reason why I'm so excited about that because it's the whole experience aspect of it, but also the fact that he's having one of his best seasons of all time. Mixed in with the experience, it's an incredible, incredible pickup.
2: And on top of that, too, I, I think the most important thing you just mentioned was the playoff experience and the fact that he's just been there. I mean, I have burned in my brain that catch he made at the end of. I think about it all the time. I just, I, th- I think about it all the time. Like I, just, I actually he do. Plays, it. He plays the outfield just so. Like, eloquently to put it, he just plays like in the outfield when he's playing the monster. He played he, whenever I've always watched him just against us, he would play it so well off the monster, he'd spin off and he'd throw. He just plays good defense, and that's something that I love. And I love guys, he, he's the carbon copy of the guy that I would like to watch play baseball. Yep. His for average plays good defense, can run well. That's all the little things that you want, and especially like I said, it pairs well with all of the mashers that we have. We don't need him to like IKF doesn't hit home runs. Benintendi doesn't hit a ton of home runs either, but he can, and we don't need him to. It's a yeah, different story when, when IKF actually hits zero, but like he's not going to bring a ton of pop. Extra but extra base hits. That's yeah. <laughs> so, and, and the biggest thing, too, that you mentioned, too, like he is coming from Kansas City, and usually a lot of people that are being traded are coming from these small market teams. But like you said, he's not a Kansas City guy. He's a Boston guy who's played in the big market. My next question is, the other guys have been small market players through and through for their career. Um, Are you at all concerned, specifically, I guess I'm circling Montas here, are you at all concerned that he could be turned into a pumpkin when he comes over to the Yankees? Because he's coming from the athletics. We've seen that before, specifically with a pitcher in Sonny Gray. We've seen now Joey Gallo come over from Texas and be... Quite literally the worst Yankee of all time. It's, 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 he's, he's up there on the list. We'll get into that in a second because I asked you guys on social media for who is worse than Joey Gallo all time, and there's some funny answers here. So are you at all worried at all about Montas turning into a pumpkin?
0: No. I, I think that the best argument against being worried about it because it's easy to say, sure, he's from oh, – because Oakland's like the one that's like the smallest market. If you come from Oakland, sure, you could choke. Whatever. The biggest argument I have against that is that he lights up the Astros and they are the most important team that you're going to have to face when you're in New York and you already have seen them a lot and you're probably a riding high with pretty good confidence against them. And if you can pitch to them, you can pitch to anybody in any stadium.
3: So here's my argument for it. I do agree with that and I think that's probably one of the biggest reasons that stuck out on paper to the Yankees. I believe the difference when you look at Sonny Gray He came into New York, and Larry Rothschild was the pitching coach, and he fucked with his pitch mix a lot. You can look at it. I think it was sliders. They tried to just get him to just beat sliders there all the time. And it really he spoke about it too, and at the time we all thought it was like, yeah, whatever, he's just being a bitch. But the numbers back it up, and we've seen it since Matt Blake's been here what a good pitching coach can do. Since then, Larry Rothschild's been fired from three different pitching coaching jobs with good rotations. He got fired from the Padres with – uh, Snell, Yu Darvish, um, Musgrove, and all like all in the same rotation, and he got fired because he couldn't coach them. So, I think you put a good pitching coach with a guy like that who's got experience against the AL West, specifically the Astros. I, I think he's got the making to do it.
0: Yeah, I agree. And what Matt Blake does is he seems to hone in on one pitch. And I don't know. Maybe it's a little different for a starter, but he's got a pretty good pitch mix that I think Matt Blake could do really well with because mm-hmm. he already has. He already throws a cutter not very often, but that's I know that's a big Yankees pitch. Works off the fastball, but he also throws a split finger a decent amount. So,
2: which Yankee threw a good cutter?
3: Uh that would be <laughs> Andrew Heaney. Mm. He actually did. He needs to not dog a good cutter. Shut oh, actually, up.
0: you know what? No, talk, talk, no, talk about other. You know, deadline, whatever. I saw a tweet today that said, now that Sevy's on the 60 IL, could see the Yankees going out and grabbing some random starting pitcher that either we've never heard of or would have never considered being traded, yet alone to the Yankees. Just as a, I mean, cantana
3: has got a very long rap sheet as a, player. I, I was yeah, just bringing I, up because I, I know Murph hates Quintana. Quintana. I also yeah, hate Quintana. I, I don't, he has I don't no even hate being, Quintana, but he has no business being a Yankee on a title run. He's having I, a great year. You want to know like why has, I think this yeah. is right here. This will be a good segue into this, I guess, before we jump back into it. But you, you want to know why I think Rodon is still on the table. It's because of this. I think he's With the savvy news coming out today, and it's not even necessarily bad news. We were talking about it before we hopped on. I don't think it means that he's more injured or anything just because he was put on the 60-day IL, It was more of a logistical move. threw a bullpen today. He looked good. He felt good. Cool. But with the earliest him being able to come back now is mid-September. It looks like he's kind of destined for a bullpen roll. Go get you a bona fide three starter in Rodon. And a three-starter, he could challenge Montas for the two-start in a playoff series. He's that good. He's got a lot of games shipped to him. That's the dog in him. He's got that dog in him. He does, dude. No, (laughs) Not to sound cheesy, though, but he is actually like, the dude's a psychopath. I love watching him pitch. Starting pitchers need to be psychopaths. And he won't won't cost, he'll be expensive. But he's not going to cost the prospect capital you think. He's going to be a free agent at the end of the year, probably. He's got a pretty lengthy injury history. That's the guy I want you to take a flyer on. If you have a fully healthy Rodon, Montas, and Cole going into the postseason with Nestor and Seve in the bullpen, and then Monty, Tyone, do whatever the fuck you want with them, I don't care. But, I mean, that's just...
2: The one thing I will say... Um, I am very happy with what the Yankees have done so far, and I would be happy with them. Oh, if, me too. if they stopped there, that's perfectly fine. I think that's more than enough to win World Series, and I think we can do it. But the one thing that makes me nervous is all this, I, I feel like radio silence, at least on my end, that I haven't heard much about, but I feel like the Dodgers are going to go out and make some wild moves. And if they, even if, if they land Soto, if Soto actually gets traded to a contender, I mean, you see the Padres go out there and they got Josh Hader. If the Padres actually got Soto and Josh Hader, like, it's just no particular team, but there are a lot of chips still on the board in terms of the the trade deadline as a whole. And if come tomorrow, a Soto gets moved, I mean, Soto specifically, but if anybody else gets moved to some of these contenders, like, like right now we're sitting pretty. Right now I like my odds. But if one of those big names goes to a, t- a team that we would have to go through, even if it like specifically in the AL too, like if it's the Astros, the Astros, I feel good about where we sit against the Astros with what we got so far. They added uh, Mancini. If they add another one, I feel like it toes the line back to being scared of the Astros. I, I don't know. I, I I'm just well, well, really scared for where there there's a lot of heat still out there on the deadline, and I don't want them to go to the wrong team.
0: Look what happened today. Yep. The Yankees brought in two guys. From the AL West, who are familiar with facing the Astros, and the Astros brought in two guys from the AL East, who are very familiar with facing the Yankees.
2: That's a lot of fun.
3: It's a two-man race, and hope nobody slips up on the way. That's that is actually I didn't
2: even think about that, Murph. That is so. Either. That's so. That's so fun that. to think about. That is so interesting because you know, we know specifically on the Yankee side, we are they are planning on getting. They looked at those numbers. They looked at Frankie Montas that, being sorry. absolutely unbelievable against the astros because we've we're tired of losing to them boone's been outspoken about it it's obvious he didn't even need to be but it's it's, it's obvious it's cool to see the astros potentially gearing up towards that as well and i think i think that is the case i mean mancini has great numbers against us and he faces us 19 times a year for the, his entire career so
3: it's our time to be the uh the Bulls when they finally beat the Pistons and I and that's Vasquez us. too. I forgot about Vasquez as well. I think that's right. I watched the Last Dance once, so yeah, it sounds right.
2: No, but it, that that gets me so excited because it's starting. Everybody's starting to gear up for the playoffs, and that that just gets me very excited too. Because particular matchups they're looking, it, it's like it's it's like playing chess right now. Like Dude. they're they're go out and getting those people that will specifically beat them in one matchup. They don't even care. Like they're they're looking right at
3: us. It's crazy so to me we. just how top heavy it is between us Houston and then the rest of the league like Seattle is a damn good baseball team and they just got Castillo who we wanted we haven't talked about that but it is what it is we got Montas whatever but they they just loaded up they're having a damn good year they're 55 and 48 and we're just beating them pretty handedly with Domingo Herman on the mound and they got Marco Gonzalez going who's not bad so I, it just show it goes to show you how much better these two teams are, I mean, I think the Astros also have a 12 and a half game lead. Like, and, and the Mariners are still 15 games over 500. Like these are the, it's clearly that these two are the class of the American league. It's just, Mm -hmm. like I said, it's a matter if anybody slips up on the way. And I don't, I don't foresee that happening. I mean, you get the blue Jays in a playoff series. They're a little scary. I mean, the guardians have some good pitching. There are teams that can make noise.
2: There's no question about it, but I think, if you were to run this simulation hundred times, we're going to face the Astros probably ninety-eight times. Yeah, and it, yep. that it's just exciting to see that, and I hope it
3: doesn't end up the way it's been ending up. But I can't handle. I don't it, dude. know, man. If we don't, uh, that's why I. I'd, that's why I don't think we're done. Is because if you go out and get these pieces, and then you lose to the Astros again, and then Judge walks, I really think it's specifically
2: we're not done. Two things. Well, you just mentioned the Judge thing as well, um, but specifically, I think it's the fear of not knowing what's going on in Houston in their war room, like looking at all these people on the people on the board, the fear of a top guy going to to Houston right now is the fear that's going to drive them to make more moves. I think.
3: Yeah. I because just, I think
2: they could, they all are looking at each other and saying we did good where we can win with this team right now. But in the back of everybody's minds, if you don't take a couple good pieces off the board and like, it may just be a blocking thing. Like if like, they do that a lot with free agents and stuff, because you know, Rizzo wanted was, it was rumored that he was going to go to the Red Sox or something like that. Cause they needed a first baseman. They didn't get him. We got him. That was a block, but we wanted Rizzo, but we wanted him more because we thought there was a chance that he could go to the Red Sox. So I don't know. I think maybe that could be another, another thing to look for. Yeah. But you, you mentioned the judge thing is we also need a couple more moves, honestly, to make our team good if Judge isn't here next year. So, again, like if Judge isn't here next year, we need a lot more people. So, I don't know. We can That can be addressed in, in free agency, but, like...
3: This is Cashman's legacy-defining year, I would say, because outside of... The, you have the early... Ni- or not the early. The late 90s, early 2000s teams, which were built by, what, G. Michael? And then... Cashman comes in, whatever. Then he got two thousand nine, and then nothing since. And he's in a walk year of his, you know, his contract. They haven't even discussed renewing it yet. A lot of his future and his legacy as the Yankees general manager rides on what he does this season. I, I don't know how much he cares about that. He's worth a hundred million dollars at least at this point in his life. So, I I think I like to think that he would want to leave a champion and actually doing something and maybe not even leave, get extended, go out and make the moves you need to make Win a world series, get you another $80 million contract and go run it back. But I, I, that has to play into it. You think like he knows this is his championship window in his last year of his contract. It's now or never for a lot of reasons. I
4: mean, we we've said a bunch of times just about like that championship window and it's like, You know, these baby bombers that we hyped up so much since 20, what, 2017, whatever it was, 2016, um, that that team is all entering their kind of like their prime, either their contract year or they're either not on the team anymore, and we've, again, we've said it again, too, that the team is kind of old um, altogether, so I do think that, you know, if Judge does, you know, not become a Yankee next year. Um, we have a ton of new faces that have come come onto this team last year and this year too. So yeah, I mean, with this core group of people that we've been watching for a few few years now, um, yeah, I think that if we don't win with them now, then it does kind of weigh in on, on Cashman and his future here. So um would not be surprised whatsoever if, if he's gone if we don't win.
2: How much uh control does Montas have?
3: Two
0: years. Through next
2: Okay.
3: It's pretty good. It's a damn good deal. We we got him and, for
0: and, uh and Trevino I think is the, the following year. Okay. Also.
2: Trevino's a little older, right?
0: He's thirty. Thirty He's in his thirties.
2: Yeah. I don't know.
3: I'm I'm not um,
0: super I mean, I mean I feel Trevino's like every, just uh he's thirty.
4: Every uh every player we've gotten so far has pretty good control, like team control, which is pretty surprising.
3: Yeah, other than Ben attendee.
4: Other than 10, yeah, but, um, but everybody Efres, else, yeah. Montas Trevino.
3: I'm really like, excited about Efris. What, what
4: do you guys know what his role was on the Cubs? Like, what, uh, what was I, so I was looking role?
0: through in some of the videos, a lot of them were like the sixth, seventh inning when there was a close game, but they were down. He, I don't think he was necessarily a high leverage guy, but that's not to say that he wouldn't be with us. Trevino is a high leverage guy. He's having a tough year so far, but he had 22 saves last year and has 10 this year. So he's accustomed to it, at least. I yeah, I don't know what was Afrosis he the a's closer? Without many yeah, he's been, I mean, in the pe- he's, he's been in the past. He's been struck. You yeah, remember yeah. in the twenty
3: eighteen in the twenty eighteen wild card, he threw like four innings yeah. and just shut down baseball against us. Because you had Liam yeah. Hendricks start, and then you know Judge Cucked him as legend goes, and then Trevino came in and just mopped the floor with us for two or three, four innings. Yeah. He was Again, very tough good year this year.
0: Last yeah. year he had an ERA plus what was it one thirty something I just saw one thirty last year. This year sucks, but he'll figure that out.
3: From my understanding, and I haven't got a chance to look too deep into it. Just you know, it happened in the middle of the day today. We're recording at night, work, all that. But I believe it's just a lot of location stuff, right? He's walking more yeah, people he than he has in this whole. Like four,
0: it's like four. Per, well, he always walked people, but he's but giving up home runs it's four too. Per nine, yeah, he's it's, he's walking yeah.
3: people and giving up home runs, which are.
0: Yeah, his mm. home run per nine is 13 right now. And home runs his, per nine is yeah. 13? Oh, that's hits per nine. That, a, I was going to say <laughs> <1. 1. laughs> 1.4. Sorry. If well, he up 13 runs right. for that, nine, that would be he, the he, worst year. Last year, last year it was seven. This year it's 13. So he's given up twice as many hits as normal. His be home playing runs playing per nine are actually kind of similar. but
2: He'd be in the Little League World Series right now if he was yeah, giving yeah. up 13 home runs I don't think he would even get to play
0: on
3: a Little League World Series contender. That's true.
0: Baseball reference should really put gray and white alternating between the columns. It's Baseball a little reference is hard to read. Yeah, thank you.
2: Before we head out here, do you guys want to go through who is a worse Yankee than Joey Gallo, if, if at all?
3: Can I bring up one thing first? <laughs> yeah, we need to talk about Josh Johnson. I thought we did. I mean, we brushed over it, He'd but we the odd he, man out. What else? No, what else is there to say. No, he deserves more than that. We shit on IKF all the time, namely me. And we shit on everybody else who deserves it. But for some reason, Donaldson always gets a pass. And then, no. No more. He is, <laughs> he is go off, King. fucking <laughs> terrible. No more. No. I won't have it. Not on my watch. I'm borderline <laughs> ready to put him on the sun. And I actually probably would be. But I don't know that I would get the vote. So I'm going to wait till my evidence backs <laughs> up a little more. But, like, look o- over his last 15. He is hitting. Who's currently on the sun
2: right now? uh Chapman, Chapman. Yeah.
3: Gallo Gallo
2: Oh that's mean? tough for Gallo Gallo's going to be one of the one of the rare few that doesn't won't have the opportunity to get himself off the sun He's going to what, what do we what do we call shouldn't, that just you get you retired into infamy of the sun you're just Yeah, yeah know, you you just you know, you know, that, that, the whole
0: point of the sun is that you're gone Okay you're Yeah, just, yeah you're you're I know but like with, every uh, at Andrew least Heaney. sometimes
2: there's some semblance of a chance that they could get off the sun but you know I mean Almost Almost just gonna be, he's going to be turn to stone, stone on the sun.
3: All right, Donaldson's last 15, 49 at-bats, a 160 batting average, no home runs, 19 strikeouts, and a 430 OPS. That's He's got a 674 OPS on the year. 674 from the bringer of rain.
0: <laughs> you want to have that conversation right now? that conversation. And
3: he's made two massive errors recently. Like, like, and his defense does not need to be criticized. He's playing a damn good third. But you can't hit like this and then make those – errors that lose you the game he's made two game losing errors in that span i and i'm i'm ready to put him on the sun i don't know how you guys feel but i he is just bad you can't be a cockhead and be bad at the same time like you have to at least be if you're gonna be shitty at baseball be a good person like ikf awesome does all the right things he's just not good that's fine donaldson's an asshole and he's bad he's borderline our worst hitter outside of gallo I will say the <laughs> asshole factor does absolutely play in the sun. Well, I was thinking about too. You it know, does. we did the sun factorial before like Domingo, the Domingo,
2: Yeah, Domingo has a sun factorial probability of it's well, it's, it's it's increased high. because he's a piece of shit.
3: Yeah. That's why that's
2: why it took so long for Gal to get up there because we all guy, he's such yeah. a likable right guy. He's such
4: a likable guy. Yeah, you're right. And we we uh, overlook how bad he was at baseball. Like year. Chapman,
2: bad dude. Like that's why we don't feel like that. Bad bad. Yeah. He's, he's got elite pedigree so that that negates against the bad dude stuff, so he had a little bit, although he's been up there twice this year, so it didn't, really,
3: <laughs> I, I was didn't thinking, really keep him off. I was thinking about it, too, and I feel like we haven't really put a lot of people in the sun, and we're trying to make it this exclusive thing. Last year, we put a lot of people well, in the sun. We're
2: also having a historic year. That's well, why. Well, that's
3: why, because these guys can be buried in the lineup. Like, IKF, yeah. nobody notices IKF not being great because he'll slap a single or whatever, but the, his day-to-day is not good. Josh Donaldson. It's buried in a lineup of power hitters and great, just all-around great hitters we are scoring a lot of runs. And he, most of the time, plays lights out at third, borderline gold glove third. So it's easy to overlook. If this was the same team it was last year, we would be fucking grilling him. And he deserves it. He has been just downright awful. There's no way around yeah, I mean, He's for, bad.
4: For, for a guy who was supposed to be a power-hitting uh, guy in this lineup, you know, he only has nine homers, 35 RBIs, and he's slugging 337. That's not amazing for a power hitter. Not amazing. <laughs> that's terrible. For a power <laughs> no, I know it's terrible, but, like, that's... Like, we 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 know he had a, a slow start, but it's it's August now. And I think we had this conversation beforehand. We're like, he, he's having a slow start, and I, I'll say it. I'll admit that I, uh, I had confidence in him. I said he's going to be a big piece in our run in October. I see. And... And uh, it's not looking like that's a real possibility. Just the fact that he has not bounced back yet, and that's those are his stats as a. It's not power even
3: He just looks lost. Like at least in his career before this, that's one thing we pointed to before the season. He doesn't strike out a lot. He takes his walks, whatever. No, he's striking out. We looked at it just a second ago. He's striking out forty percent of the time over the last fifteen. He's not. He just looks completely lost right now. And he's a dick on top of that. that was, I think that was my turning point. I was watching the game yesterday, and he bat-flipped a routine fly ball to center field. And I know somebody in the fucking Twitter comments charted me about it was like, it has a 500 expected batting average. No. Cool. So he has a 50% chance of getting down for a borderline double. You shouldn't be bat-flipping that when you're batting you know, 200 with an OPS in the 600s. Like, sorry. Even if it got down, you shouldn't be bat-flipping that. You have no you have no reason to be arrogant right now. Yeah. If you're Ronald Acuna and you want to backflip a double go for it. Because you're fucking awesome and you do everything well.
4: Yeah, I mean Just comparing him to Gallo at the moment, two guys who are sucking. Um Gal I mean, Gallo has gotten a ton of hate from I mean, well deserved. Let's not let's not overthink that, but um yeah, I mean Donaldson has yeah, I think he has gotten a pass a little bit because of what he what he does, what he has done in the past. Um and Gallo got a little pass because we you know we expected that, but also he's a nice guy. So we're all we're all
3: we're all looking past things for different reasons. Let's put, let's put it that so way. So who's who's
2: worse than him in all time the Yankees history?
3: Worse than who, Gallo? Yeah. Are we gonna vote on
2: the sun? Uh I'm not ready to put him on the sun, so I'm want to end it there. Need unanimous, but we will. all we'll will see where you guys stand. I just
3: think that's ridiculous and a little bit narrow minded of you, <laughs> <laughs> Murph. David, I
2: think, what
3: do you he, think I
4: think he deserves to be. I think I think he deserves to be put in his place. I'll say I'll say that much.
2: I thought I we were that. straying away from the timeout son. Like a Murph. I'm, Murph, I, I Murph know, wasn't happy the first time we sent Chapman to the sun because it was it was more a timeout than it is a permanent. No, I know, but deserving I feel, I feel of the like. Sun. like
4: to my previous point, we have overlooked his shitty play for quite some time this season, and I feel like he's gotten a pass on some sun time. In case and you're I'm,
3: wondering, Gallo's doing better over his last 15 than Josh Johnson, and who is currently on the Sun?
4: Gallo doing better than and then blank. That person who fills in that blank should just go to the Sun.
2: Murph. If I
0: was the deciding vote, I think I'd be okay with it. But um,
2: I, I could be convinced. Don't don't let me deter you from.
3: I think I you just, were. As, I as, think you had it in your mind. You were a no before we even got to it. Under the condition Ruff? that he, under the condition that it's
0: not a timeout and he can't just have mm-hmm. six hits in a week and get pulled off, I'm fine with it. But I think he, think he's, he's he needs to do a up.
4: lot, in my opinion, because he he was. Well, first of all, his contract is absurd. But contract aside. I think he was somebody who well, the contract we all, plays
2: too, Damon. That's a good point. Yeah, it the is. Expectations terrible. versus reality. It's it's
4: we expected a lot more out of him. At least I did. I, I expected a lot more out of him. And I he expected had, him
2: to be a very productive offensive hitter, especially considering he had a great pre- year. He had the previous here. year, his Sierra Magics were great. And he'd had a great year. I don't know. I, I He's think. making more money than Aaron Judge. Well, I mean, a lot I mean, of people yeah, are.
3: Sh- yeah, a lot of people are. It's just a bad example.
2: <laughs> I mean... He's playing. He's the best player on the planet right now, and he's not getting paid what he's worth. That's I'm, just, just a- I'm
3: just saying, when you look <laughs> at expectations the way he's doing, and we all knew it was a bad contract going into it, and I, I think that's the biggest thing right there is the fact that we rip Gallo. Gallo is being traded. He's openly said... I'm sorry, I disappointed everybody. Like, I'm gonna have to wear this for the rest of my life. And I he's feel so bad when he says that. He's hitting better than Josh Donaldson is over the last fifteen.
4: And and Josh Donaldson is pimping fly balls during the same time that like Gal was saying that
3: that's dude same- it had a five hundred expected batting average. Fuck off.
4: Yeah, so I think Murph. that the fact that I expected a lot more from Donaldson is the reason why I'm very very upset with the productivity. Go ahead, Murph.
0: Put him up there. I don't care. I don't want to talk about him. <laughs> all right i'll do it too send him <laughs> fuck that guy thank god all right welcome all right. to the sun wait okay cool fuck him don't want to talk about it anymore
3: <laughs>
0: scott f frost struck out aaron judge on three pitches back in june go figure fun fact fun and three score right. was
3: inning. and judges at
2: 43 stadium. home runs so Did yeah, it at on pace stadium for Sixty-seven
4: too. home runs now also fun is fact. he
2: actually on pace for 67 home runs now that was forty. yeah before It's actually wild.
0: He has what, seven in the last week? Six in the last week? It's
2: so fun that we're now in the territory of like no longer. I feel like we're going to get close in the next week, maybe a month, where I think we might actually be there already. Is like counting down the hormones he needs instead of saying he's on pace for this many. Like now we're going to start saying, like, once he's within, I mean, he is within 20 now. Once he
4: hits 50, I think once he is 50, then we start counting down.
2: I'm already starting to yeah. count down. I think I think right around now is where you flip this, flip the the script a little bit and start saying instead he's on pace for 67. We'd be like he needs 19 more. He's got 12 home runs in his last 15 games so
0: since July 14th. He ridiculous. has not gone more than two games without hitting a home run.
2: <laughs> no, I think the, the wildest stat is the one that we said on top of the show when uh, he he is currently since the All Star break. 13th in the league uh, against teams in in total home runs.
4: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Just teams, the words teams.
2: Aaron (laughs) Judge has more home runs than what is it? 17? 13. Oh, wait. What do you mean?
3: Wait, what are you talking about? Oh, you know,
2: you're right. You're right. No, no, no. He ranks 13th, right? Yeah. So he's more than 17. Yeah, Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Math.
3: You just rephrased what we said earlier.
2: Well, just. I didn't know you were going there. It's more impressive when you put it in a different way. Um, so do you want to talk about who is worse than Gallo all the time before we wrap up? Sure. I mean,
4: there's a clear answer of number one.
2: Who's your clear answer? I mean, Mr. Ellsbury. That's what I was yeah, going to say. I was, I was, yeah, I was he's curious. So,
0: he's the only one that really popped into my head. That was like glaring.
2: He's bad and a thief. So yeah, that's true too. I, I, I asked everybody on social media and a lot of names popped up a ton, obviously. Um, a lot of people said no one, nobody. Um that's so mean. Which is very, it, it's infinite. <laughs> like I don't that doesn't even make contextual sense, but most people that say no one, uh, nobody, Sonny Gray, Numero Uno, which is just another word for nobody, um, Jacoby Ellsbury, Sonny Chris Gray, Carter. a lot of Carl Pavano, um, Chris Carter, Ellsbury, Sonny Gray. It's usually those three.
0: Ooh, Sonny Gray. That's a
2: good one. I said it four times already. <laughs> Andrew, Andrew Heaney. Ooh, Heaney was Heaney.
3: really bad.
2: Kay yeah, Greg Bird. No, that's no, not that's fair. No, it, that's not. Kendry Morales. Jay <laughs> Bruce. Jay Bruce.
3: Jay Bruce does tough. Andrew oh,
2: Heaney is up there, dude. We, we hated Andrew Heaney. I
3: mean, for good reason. A lot
2: of people are saying Kagawa,
3: Luis Sessa. I just wanted to see Mervs' reaction. I just wanted yeah. to see Mervs' reaction. Now
2: Somebody said A-Rod. Jason Shreve did suck. <laughs> I forgot about that guy. <laughs> he also just looked like an asshole. Not an asshole, but just like not. Uh,
3: Tyler Clippard.
2: People did say Tyler Clippard. I think, okay, if we start ranking these names to so the available options now. Make, let's make a list. The top five worst. Yankees of all time, and the options are Andrew Heaney's one of those. Chris Carter, Gallo, Ellsbury. Am I missing anybody? And Sonny Gray. Where does Where does? I don't think anybody's worse than those five.
3: I think Heaney's got to go one. Heaney's worst of all time. Maybe not the worst. One in recent memory, at least. Yes. Because, because contract does play into it. So
2: Ellsbury, similar to, to the, the sun probability factorial, the worst person on the planet probability factorial has to do with the expectation of how much they're getting paid. So, Heaney he
3: started the Field of Dreams game. He robbed us of that. That's got to be worth something. Yeah, that did suck. He gave um, up seven runs in the Field of Dreams game.
4: Yeah, but Ellsbury like, financially robbed us.
3: Okay, but how <laughs> yeah. Steinberger can afford that? Yeah, Apparently but the expectation
2: not. is, is like, the entire fan base was pumped that we were getting MVP version of Jacoby Ellsbury coming us, like, coming from the Red Sox. We were going to be so pumped about him just being, like, that guy who's going to kill the Red Sox, and all the Red Sox fans are going to be, like, upset about it. They're all laughing at us. So It's because of the implications. It's because of the implications. So, number one, Murph, who's your number one?
0: And that... I still think Ellsbury because of the contract, but I also think Sonny Gray should be up there.
2: I, I would put Heaney over Gray for, for comparing the pitchers.
0: Yeah, but, so yeah, but Sonny Gray. Also, expectation the expectation, you're right. So Sonny Gray much I think so the expectation much. plays he, a
4: lot for me. We all expectation thought expectation plays was, a lot.
0: We know, none of us thought Heaney was going to be good except for Relic, and he even only said he was going to be a depth piece. So like fine, yes, he sucked. Like, oh, we wait. thought Sonny Gray, we thought we were getting an all star Sonny Gray. Like we were as excited he was for Sonny our Montas Gray as we are for Montas right now. Yeah, exactly, same guy from the A's, and he sucked. And we had to ship him to Cincinnati. So yes, he's up there.
2: I hope to God that Montas
3: does not become that. He won't. I'm I I'm very very confident that he. will not. <laughs> That's how we felt about Sonny Gray. So I don't.
4: I'm gonna I'm gonna put Galo at number three. Behind. Ellsbury and Sonny Gray I think I, the implications play a lot in my decisions and I think that in terms of expectation for the player and then their output that's the order I'm going with because
2: also when we brought Gallo in we knew he wasn't the answer to our issues we knew we didn't need another home run guy who strikes out a ton so like we knew yeah. that he wasn't going to be that that you're we still happy we though needed, still- we needed starters
3: when we were getting Sonny Gray and we needed Ellsbury when we got Ellsbury. I, I don't mean, think you guys are hating Heaney enough. Like he was a guaranteed five runs every like it was almost yeah, but a guaranteed loss. Oh, it, it was a, was a guaranteed it, it was loss when he was on the field. Damn near. See, it
0: so was it with Sonny Gray.
3: Except but, for his but young Sonny out, Gray was really dogs. good for a little bit. He at least gave not us some really. productive outings. He gave us a really good playoff outing in there.
0: Did we talk about uh, Tulowitzki? Did I miss that? Because he should be in there.
3: <laughs> I mean, we had, like, we had no like expectations. For him. Yeah, he played a week, and if he yeah, if he, had, had like, there, he had like
0: two home runs in spring training, we we're like, did. oh, he might he might break the. He was starting and, over DJ.
2: Imagine a world where he didn't get hurt, and then DJ doesn't necessarily at first at least get the the opportunity. I mean, he was going to split, but he was he was starting over DJ, which is wild to see. <sighs> Troy Tulowitzki. I don't think Tulowitzki is in top five. That's the expectation. Nah, thing. If we're making this list, and I think we all can agree the expectation plays a huge factor in this. So I would say, El- sounds like the final list is Ellsbury, Sonny Gray. I think Heaney was bad enough that he could be above Gallo in this. In this, Also, like we said, Gallo being a good guy. And being a good guy, I don't think plays into this at all. Okay, you know, here's, the th- here's
3: the thing with Heaney. like At least... With Gallo, he can do something well occasionally. Like, he might run into a home run. He can't do anything right. He couldn't when he was a Yankee, at least.
2: He had that one out against the Red Sox. Okay. And every other one? I'm just saying. Chris Carter's got to be up there. Chris
3: Carter was bad.
2: I'm 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 willing to be nice and say Gallo is the fifth worst Yankee of all time, <laughs> which is kind of a backhead. It's the it's the nicest way to talk about him. Who currently? I mean, if you, if you make this conversation, you got to, You just as a person, you want to pray to be that fifth and not. <laughs> so he lucked out there, but I don't know. I I think five I be happy of all time.
3: He's never he really does deserve to be in the top five of all time. It's just yeah. it's really sad. At least he's a good um, defender.
0: One other thing that if we want to talk about it before we close out. Sure. After this game, Ron Marnaccio is gonna get sent down again unless Licky or Brayu gets moved.
3: No. Marinaccio can't get sent down. He's been our he's, best reliever.
0: Yeah. Seriously. So then Licky might be getting traded tomorrow. Or Brayu, but I doubt they're gonna trade a Brayu.
3: Why? What Abreu are you can't them? get. Marinaccio's can, more. Yeah, more he, he can than only Abreu be DFA. Right
0: they would have to DFA Abreu.
3: What if they move somebody?
0: Just well, trying. so that's the thing is that they could either they could move Licky, they could move Abreu, they could. Does gonna, Abreu have options. They're maybe, not going to so move maybe, Abreu. So that I'm, now we're definitely not done.
3: I mean, Abreu and Marinaccio have been two of our best relievers for the last month. I know. Yeah, fucking tell Licky and to kick either, rocks. And they sent Clark yeah, down.
0: It, it's trade Licky, DFA, Braille, or send down Marnaccio. What would you want to do? I would is, rather. Trevi- is Trevino a lefty or righty? Righty. So Chapman Yikes. and Wandi would be the only lefties in the bullpen if we trade Licky for something other than a left-handed relief pitcher. But that doesn't really solve anything because then we still have to send down Marinaccio.
3: I don't
2: really care about Licky. I mean, Efros is basically a lefty.
4: <laughs> that that does not make <laughs>
2: sense. <laughs> you throw from a weird arm angle. He could ba- he could turn into a summary and come from the left side basically and then yeah, it comes across. Sure. So tell that to Adam outavino. You know. He didn't Maybe throw
0: Maybe we could side just have to start throwing lefty. <laughs>
2: <It's> become another
0: <laughs>
3: That's amateur. actually a really sad thing to think about. I don't want I, I can't lose that. That's gonna, man. That's That'll hurt problem. me, especially with after my rounding third last week. Yeah. What was that? Something (laughs) that Marinaccio is going to get meaningful innings in the playoffs. I guess that doesn't necessarily mean he won't. But
0: well, the point of me mentioning that is, it seems like there are three things that need to happen, maybe two to three things that need to happen. One has to do with addressing that in somewhat way sensor form, but that probably is going to have something to do with the deadline. And you got to move Gallo, and you probably should move Andahar. So something's going to happen tomorrow. Today, for those listening. It's gonna be late night tonight. Yeah, I'm gonna be refreshing Twitter. Which
4: means this will already you guys will listen to this in the morning, so it already have happened. Let us know what happens.
2: Come on down, Carlos Rodan. All right. I think that's it from us. We're just speculating at this point. So I'm excited. Fun. I'm excited to chat next time that we're on here on Thursday to talk about what happened. So hopefully the Astros don't get anybody good. Hopefully the Mets don't get anybody good. Hopefully any other team that's Relatively good, doesn't get anybody good, and all the good players stay on their shitty team. So that would be really fun. So Fingers crossed
0: there. the Cardinals land soda.
2: That'd be awesome. Bye.
1: Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality.